The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today we are going to be discussing something that has come up recently for me, and and as such, it's what's on my mind, and so it's what I'm going to be talking about. Now... Pretty much, if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know where I stand on things. If you're new to the show, I'm going to give you a real brief summary of my general attitude towards life. And if you are new to the show, thanks for checking it out. Hopefully you enjoy it. Go listen to the back catalog. Maybe go check out the website, sign up for the newsletter, buy some merch, do something cool. Maybe make the big guy's day, put a smile on my face. But anyway, my general stance on life in general is as long as you're not hurting anybody else, I really don't give a fuck what you do. It doesn't directly impact me and my family. I don't care. You don't try and force your beliefs on me. We'll get along just fine. You treat me decently and with respect, I will reciprocate until you give me a reason not to. And that's my general policy towards life. And I really think we'd all be a lot happier if more of us could embrace that kind of philosophy. Because at the end of the day, what people do in the privacy of their own lives has no bearing on my day to day. It doesn't fucking matter to me. And I don't get bent out of shape with it. Do whatever you want. I really don't care. It doesn't directly impact me. Most of the time, it doesn't even indirectly impact me. Love who you love. Identify how you want to identify. I don't fucking care. Now, to go along with that philosophy, the first thing that's really on my mind today is apparently some people have interpreted my philosophy of I don't particularly care how you're living your life to somehow making the assumption that I don't judge people for things, and I am just some kind of universally accepting individual. And I'm really not. I am a judgmental prick in a lot of ways, and I'm not apologizing for it. It's a statement of fact. Just because I am content to let you live your life however you feel is best does not mean I automatically approve of your decisions and your lifestyle choices. It does not necessarily mean I'm just going to give you a pass, and if I think somebody's doing or saying or behaving in a manner which is particularly fucking stupid, I'm pretty inclined to let them know I think they're being stupid. And I will back up my with my reasons as to why. Now, that's not to say I have all these ridiculous prejudices or anything like that. The thing is, I don't judge people for shit they have no control over. That is kind of where I draw the line. That is the benchmark for me being a judgmental prick. If you are doing something I find to be willfully against your own self-interest, if you're doing something that I think is particularly stupid, if you're doing something that just doesn't make any fucking sense to me, if it's not directly impacting me or my life or the people I care about, I'm not going to try and stop you. I might well, I might try and stop you for your own good, but if you don't want to listen to me, if you want to tell me to go fuck myself or whatever, I'm not going to go out of my way to try and force you to do something that I think is right. I'm not going to try and prevent you from being stupid beyond informing you that I think it's stupid and why I think it's stupid. If you are bound to determine to do something I think is fucking dumb, I'm going to let you do it and reap the consequences of your fucking actions. And that's where I kind of diverge from the unilaterally accepting and caring. 
I believe in consequences. I believe if you do something stupid, you should reap the consequences of that stupidity. I don't think society is obligated to protect you from your own piss-poor decisions. And that's where people get all bent out of shape. Like, well, how can you say that and still say you accept people's rights to do whatever? Because they do have the right to do whatever. But part of the consequences of having rights to do things is to bear the consequences of those rights. It's sort of, you can't have one without the other. You can't do dumb shit and then expect the world to bail you out for your piss poor decisions and for your bad choices. Because a lot of things in life are a matter of choices. And if you make bad choices, you deserve every ounce of the consequences that go with those bad choices. That's how we're supposed to learn and develop and grow. If somebody's constantly saving you from your own stupid fuckery, that's how you wind up in the situation we're in in the world right now. That is just one of the reasons why... I mean, part of it, I think, goes back to having a generation of kids raised by grandma and grandpa. Grandma and grandpa were fucking tired, and they just didn't have the energy. Plus, there's something when you become a grandparent where you just want to indulge your grandkids. I don't get it. It's some sort of genetic thing, I'm sure, because while not every grandparent is that way, I know a lot of them are. But anyway, we, we get to the point where everyone is so hung up on their feelings have to be protected and their feelings have to be guarded, but they claim they're trying to get equal treatment. They, oh, we just want to be recognized and held equal. Well, you know, part of being recognized and held equal is being held to the same standard of criticism as everything else, too. If you're trying to be shielded against criticism, you're missing the fucking point. You don't want equality. You want preferential treatment. You want to be treated like you're special. And when I don't behave in that manner, I've had, I've had a conversation with somebody recently where I had to explain I am more than willing to allow you to make your bad decisions and to live your life in a manner which I don't agree with, as long as you respect the fact that I don't agree with your lifestyle and I'm not going to force you to change it, as long as you're not trying to force me to change mine. The problem comes in when you're trying to tell me I have to endorse and support your poor choices because that means you're trying to enforce your will upon me, and I don't agree with that. I don't think it's right for anyone to try and enforce their will on someone else. The only exception I'm going to make is saying parents do have a right to enforce their will upon their children. Children should not be allowed to run wild because they are fucking children. They are undeveloped. They don't know any better. And it is your responsibility as a parent to shape and mold and guide these kids, not let them run rampant and do whatever the fuck they please. They are not experienced enough or developed enough to be making massive, significant life choices. And you are supposed to guide them and teach them how to think and how to be critical and how to analyze and how to process things, not just to rampantly let emotion rule the day because emotion is a short-sighted bitch. Emotion will have you doing dumb shit that goes against your own self-interests because it's how you feel in the heat of the moment. And we have so many people now that are saying, well, that's the way to do things. And you get these fucking people that are trying to raise their kids without any kind of structure, without any kind of guidelines. And that's why we have so many shit adults right now is because their parents raised them without teaching them how to cope and how to deal. And it's like when people compare people to snowflakes, that's a very apt description in a lot of ways because snowflakes are these beautiful, delicate, fragile little things. The mentality of a lot of the population of the world today, fragile and delicate little things. The problem is fragile and delicate little things don't survive. They don't hold up. They don't last. They don't endure. 
and they can be super destructive when you get a lot of them together. That's another similarity with snowflakes and a lot of people these days. You get enough snowflakes together, you get a blizzard that can shut down an entire eastern seaboard, but at the same time, it still doesn't last. The effects of snowflakes in large, damaging manners, yes, the destruction is permanent. The snowflakes still wind up melting at some point. And with all the eco-conscious stuff at this point, yes, even the polar ice caps are melting. So it's a perfect example because there's no enduring factor there. There's no way that that kind of mentality can last. So if your ego and your self-identity is that fucking fragile, you can't really expect the world to accommodate it. That's not realistic. That's not reality. And it's not realistic to expect people to just coddle you and cushion your fucking feelings it's people are going to judge you if they think you're doing something stupid they're going to look at you and think you're doing something stupid no amount of legislation is going to change that no amount of trying to socially ruin someone is going to change that no amount of any of the bullshit that is kind of the go-to for the overly sensitive people is going to change other people's opinions of them or other people's behaviors towards them and they're trying to do these things through fear because they they can't do it through merit and it's been driving me nuts and like I said as a general rule I don't fucking care what people do in their own time I don't care what they do when they're not directly affecting me I really don't doesn't mean I don't judge them for it, it doesn't mean I don't look at something and go that's fucking stupid I do that probably 15 to 20 times a day I see stupid things on social media I see stupid things in real life I see things where I just look at it and I just shake my fucking head and then I leave them to their own devices because it's really none of my never mind. I don't get bent out of shape about it. I don't let it ruin my fucking day. I don't let it get to me to the point where it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I saw this person doing this and I just have to speak out against it because it's so fucking dumb. I mean, I to a certain extent, I do speak out against it because it's so fucking dumb. I do that here on my little pressure check valve, on my little show where I just... Speak my mind and speak my peace. And in a lot of ways, if I see somebody doing something dangerously ignorant or dangerously dumb, or if I see somebody treating another person like shit, that's when I speak up. If I'm trying to protect somebody from harming themselves or harming someone else, I will speak up. I'm not going to be pushed into saying, no, I'm just going to keep myself to myself because they just, I, there, there's a line. You have to at least say something if you see the potential for something to go really badly and ruin somebody's life or somebody's day or cost them significant amounts of money or damage something or destroy something. But if it's something that's really not going to hurt anybody, just keep your fucking opinions to yourself. Keep your mouth shut. Mind your fucking business. That's really one of the biggest problems I have with the society we live in today is everybody seems to have forgotten that their opinion is their opinion. It doesn't matter to the rest of the world. No matter how many followers you have, no matter how many people are walking around and they click like on whatever picture you post or whatever fucking inane little thing you do on the Internet, at the end of the day, your opinion is really only relevant to you. And to some extent to your family and your friends and the people you interact with directly on a regular basis. The rest of the fucking world doesn't care. They don't care about your happiness. They don't care about your emotional state. They don't care about your mental state. They have their own shit to deal with. 
They have their own lives to live. They have their own problems to face. They don't have any obligation to you to accommodate your bullshit. And that's pretty much my firm stance on things. And for some odd reason, my acceptance of people, my unwillingness to judge people based on shit they have no control over, my general refusal to try and meddle in people's lives after they have expressed no desire to have me meddle in their lives. I mean, it's one thing if somebody comes to me and asks me for help or asks me my opinion, I'll always give it. If I can help someone, I will. If someone asks me what I think, I'm going to tell them. Now, I'm not going to deliberately try and hurt their feelings if I don't agree with them. I am a decent enough human being where I will do my best to inform them of what I think. I will not lie to them. If I think something is stupid or harmful or dangerous, or even if I just think it's fucking dumb and it's a waste of time and they ask me, I will tell them if I'm asked. If they ask my opinion about something, they're going to get my opinion. They may not always like it. A lot of times people don't like my opinions. I'm okay with that. doesn't affect how I'm going to sleep at the end of the night. But I won't go out of my way to be deliberately hurtful. I, I've realized for quite a while now that you don't win hearts and minds by deliberately being an asshole. Now, if you're an asshole to me... I will, you know, take the chocks off the wheels and show you how an asshole train really runs. But at the same time, if I'm not provoked, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it just to be a spiteful dick. I do have the capacity. I mean, I promise you I do. I can be a truly horrible person when I put my mind to it. But I choose not to. There's no satisfaction in that for me. It's a juvenile approach to think it would be. And unfortunately, we have a lot of juvenile mindsets in this world. But... You can be honest with someone. You can tell them you don't agree with them without making it personal, without making it into an attack. And we used to understand that. Another part of the problem is, and another reason why people seem to think that I'm not being forthright about how I feel about things, is because I don't deliberately go out of my way to attack the person just because I don't agree with them. I think if we need to get back to that, we need to get away from having our identities tied up in all these stupid buzzwords and causes and saying, this is who I am as a person. You can't be that strongly married to something that other people disagree with and say, this is the core of who I am, and then just expect them to accept that because it's significant to you. You have to be able to present the hows and the whys. If you want to win somebody's heart, you have to be able to win their mind, too ultimately at the end of the day, because you have to show them why either they are not a threat to you, you are not a threat to them, you are not going to harm them, they are not allowed to harm you. It, it's not nearly as complicated as people want to make it out to be. It's just there has to be a mutual understanding, and you're never going to get that by screaming and yelling and acting like a shithead. So, yeah, I'm more than willing to let you live your best life. It doesn't mean I fucking agree with it. It means it's none of my business. And realistically, how I choose to live my life and how I choose to spend time with my family and my friends and what I do is none of your fucking business either. It's just that simple. And we lost that along the way. Somewhere we forgot that other people's business is not our fucking business. Not everything needs to be shared. Not everything needs to be tried in the court of public opinion. Now, there are people that would argue that saying everything needs to be out there and everything needs to be in the open is a you know way to prevent shitty things from being happened. 
And it is and it isn't. There is a, some validity to saying people should not be fostering horrible, judgy, racist, ignorant, bigoted, horrible bullshit towards each other. And calling out that behavior is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to call people to task for being shitty human beings. But there's a caveat to that. Just because someone doesn't agree with you does not necessarily mean their beliefs are invalid or that they are shitty people. What matters is how they are treating other people. If they hate you and they just stay the fuck away from you and they don't want to interact with you, why does it matter? If they're not deliberately coming after you, if they're not accosting you, if they're not harassing you, if they're not directly impacting your life in any significant way other than just existing with a mindset that you don't agree with, just stay the fuck away from them. It's really not that complicated. It's a lot easier and a lot more beneficial to your own peace of mind to just avoid shitty people. You don't have to interact with them. They don't have to interact with you. Now, in some settings and in some circumstances, that is not necessarily possible. That becomes the part where it just goes back to minding your own fucking business as long as they mind your own fucking business. Don't be a doormat. Don't let people walk all over you. But you don't have to be deliberately aggressive about how your beliefs are not being respected by said individual. All you have to do is look at them and go, you know what, fucking Cletus, you stay over on your side of the shop and I'm going to stay over here and we don't even have to fucking talk to each other other than in a professional capacity. I don't like you. You don't like me. We don't have to be friends, but we have to get along. So let's just agree to fucking respect each other's differences and stay the fuck away from each other. And in some cases, it doesn't work. The problem I have is there was a time in this country where you could be in a situation where you didn't necessarily like the people you were around, but everybody knew they had to behave in a certain manner, just a certain amount of civility and respect. And at some point, people decided just tolerating each other wasn't enough. And they started screaming about, you have to accept me, you have to accept what I want and what I believe and blah, 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 blah. And trying to change people's minds and people's hearts through force. Nobody likes being forced. A lot of the people that are bitching about they're not being respected and they're not being treated how they think they should be treated are complaining because they were being forced into keeping, you know, keeping their orientation under wraps. They were being forced into being treated a certain way that didn't make them feel like they were being respected. And that's all well and good. That shit was horrible, and it needs to go away. The problem is you don't make that shit go away by doing it to other fucking people. That's emotional thinking. That's short-sighted thinking. That's not logical thinking. That's not long-lasting thought. Long-lasting thought is to appeal to man's better side, to appeal to the logical part of people that says this is what's the best for both of us. Because contrary to what most whether it be mass media or any of the socio-political activists that are out there, contrary to what they're going to try and tell you, forcing people to do something doesn't work. Never has, never fucking will. I mean, you can legislate and you can bully and pressure people into making changes short-term, but doing things that way only leads to resentment. It builds up and it erupts at some point. It doesn't cause fundamental changes. Suppression is not the answer. It's as much as people hate to hear it. It's a lot of the people that are calling for these approaches to people they don't agree with 
were dealt with the same way. And it's not, it's really not about equality or about justice. It's about they did it to us and now we're going to do it to them so they can't do it to us again. And a lot of these things, a lot of these issues, maybe it's just the Gen X in me because by and wide, from what I can tell, Gen X just doesn't give a fuck about any of this stuff. But a lot of these issues are not nearly as prevalent in actual life as people would have you believe. It's not this massive global problem that is just horribly, horribly prevalent in everything. Now, I'm not naive enough to even try and say that there's not discrimination, that there's not problems, that there's not things that people that are not like me have to deal with. I mean, I'm pretty... You know, quote-unquote normal, although I think normal is not an actual thing. Normal's fucking boring. I've never met a normal person who either wasn't severely fucked up and just better at containing it or boring as shit. White bread, flat water, and khaki-wearing boring as fuck. And that's just my opinion. And those people are usually just suppressed as shit, and as soon as they do snap, it's like, holy fuck. But by and wide... I think the day-to-day life of a lot of us, it's way better than it's been in a lot of ways in generations, if not longer. There are so many opportunities out there for everybody. If you're willing to put in the legwork, if you're willing to do the work, the opportunities are there. If you're willing to just knuckle down and shut the fuck up and go along to get along, you can get a lot done and your life can be improved. And there's not systemic things in the way to block these things from happening nearly as much as there used to be. I mean, there's still some things that are shitty. There are still things that are implemented poorly. There are still people out there willing to fuck somebody over on the basis of some stupid ass thing that they shouldn't be having to even enter the equation. Yes, there are horrible shitty people out there. There's not nearly as prevalent or as important as they used to be. And if you look at the most of the sources of division in our society, locally, nationally, globally, most of the people screaming about how big of a problem there is in this world with everybody who's being suppressed or being put down or whatever it is, stand to benefit in some way, shape, or form from the dissension they are causing. There is not a lot of people out there that are actively screaming about how shitty the world is that don't make a living dealing with how shitty the world is. And you have to take that into account when you look at things. There are people out there on every side of the board that make their livings off of stirring up division, and they they don't stand to benefit if we get our shit together and actually start treating each other decent. If we start loving each other and being good people to each other, they're out of a fucking job and might have to actually go out in the world and do something real. They might actually have to contribute somewhere. They might actually have to get a fucking job. And it terrifies them because they've been in their positions for so long. And they have built an entire personality, an entire career, an entire life off of dissent and not getting along and horrible, ridiculous bullshit that for the average person just really doesn't occur to their day-to-day life. If it was so prevalent and if it was so fucking horrible, they wouldn't need to constantly be telling us about how shitty it is. It would be obvious to anybody that wasn't brain damaged. 
And unfortunately, I think there's way too many brain damaged people out there because there are still people buying this shit and taking every scoop of shit they're fed and sucking it down like it's fucking chocolate ice cream. It's utterly fucking ridiculous to me. It's depressing so much. And I really, I we could be so much better. We could do so much better. And I'm always saying how much this shit drives me nuts. The division, the fucking bullshit, and the people that think they're trying to make the world a better place that are actually like doubling down and allowing this structure to exist, allowing these fucking ridiculous people to just rant and rave and scream and divide when we should be focusing on if we all came together and actually focused on the real problems there's nothing that could stop us there's 300 million people in this country right now i don't know it's i'm not in the mood to go look it up right now but there are more of us than there are of them and for some odd reason we still go along with this we still let them get away with it because for we seem to think we have to Like, we don't have any other choice. We've never known any different. This is how it's always been. Bullshit. But we're not holding the people that are causing these problems accountable for it. They tell us that everything is somebody else's fault because that's how they stay in control. They tell everybody else that it's not their fault that they can't do their fucking jobs. It's not their fault they can't handle the things they're supposed to be doing. It's not their fault they can't keep their fucking promises that got them into the position they're in in the first place. It's always somebody else's fault. So if what they are doing wrong is somebody else's fault, obviously everything that's wrong in your life is somebody else's fault. But conversely, if everything that's wrong in your life is somebody else's fault, how can anything that they're doing wrong be their responsibility? It's a double-edged sword for us. It works for them. And for with that being said, we're going to pause for a commercial break here. And when we come back, I'm going to discuss some other little quick random things that just just some things I want to touch on, some housekeeping, some maintenance, things to talk about. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening so far. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? you choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including a simple drag-and-drop page design. And they have guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Paired Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit Pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's Pair.com slash free, promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so thanks for listening to that. Now on to the maintenance portion of the show, the part where I'm going to talk to you about some things, and I would really appreciate some feedback from you guys. I have a couple people that 
talk to me on a regular basis about if the show made them think of anything or you know what they thought about the episodes and I always appreciate that I really do but I'm going to ask you guys I mean I see roughly how many listeners I get on every episode I don't necessarily entirely buy the analytics but you know I have a free host and you get what you pay for it's a great service for anybody that's you know looking to start a podcast that's not doing it for a career or whatever or even just you know doing it casually to see if they like it or not at some point I may change hosts I may not I don't know depends on how things go but I'm getting sidetracked the thing I'm gonna say is the first thing is like I said at the start of this year I do plan on having a lot of guest episodes and we've had our first couple up now and I would love some feedback on what you guys think about them do you like them do you not like them do you like the way I'm handling them would you like to see me handle them differently I I personally enjoy having these conversational episodes with people where we just kind of shoot the shit My general policy is I'm offering my show as a platform because a lot of the people I'm having on are hosts of other podcasts. I'm always going to give them a chance to plug the show. And if I'm having them on, I honestly think you should go check out their program because it's a show I like. I'm not just having random people on to randomly have people. It's people I want to talk to and I think you would enjoy listening to and hearing from. But that's not to say that I won't have people that don't have podcasts on. I'm more than willing to have on guests just who I think would be interesting to talk to. If you're a listener and you would like to come on the show for whatever reason, reach out to me, email me, shoot me a a message on social media, the, the, the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that shit. It's all out there. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm reachable. There's a phone number. There's an, there's, there's going to be a PO box shortly. I just have to, get my ass over to the post office and set it up. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked here. But what I was going to say is the reason I want to let these other show hosts come onto my shows, I have a pretty whatever the hell I feel like putting up show. A lot of these other hosts are on much more structured programs where they may not necessarily get the opportunity to speak their mind about certain things because it doesn't tie into the theme of the show. It doesn't fit the mode of the show. It's they talk about a very specific topic and that restricts what they feel comfortable putting on their program. Maybe in some cases they don't want to piss off their audience, whatever the case may be. I don't have that, those limitations, so I offer my platform as a place for them to come speak their mind and speak their piece. And that's kind of how I like it. And so that's there. And that's that. <laughs> now the next thing I want to talk about is the newsletter. I would really appreciate it. I mean, anybody out of the, like, eight people that it went out to initially, any feedback on it would be appreciated. What did you think of the recipe that I put out there? Did you try it? Um, I tried to keep it relatively, you know, workable for normal people. Um, I have the spot in there where there's going to be, like, listener submissions or whatever. You got about a week as of the debut of this episode to get the information to me so I can put it in there. So it will get out on the next edition of the newsletter. Um, I'm going to try and have that one ready right at the start of the month. And it will have a little article and some links to things and all the same stuff in there that the initial version went out. If you'd like to get the initial version, go sign up. I will send you all the back letters when you sign up for the newsletter. Uh, So you can peruse them and see what you missed. And, yeah, so that is another thing, like I said, a little maintenance housekeeping. Uh, We're going to be having some new designs going up in the merch store shortly. I got 
some things in the works. Uh, a couple people making some designs for me that may look a little more professional, a little more neat and clean than the stuff I've been able to come up with. Uh, I'm working on a couple myself that I'm going to put up there. And so, yeah, if you want to go check out the merch, if you want to support the show, I would appreciate anything like that. Uh, you know, But the best way you can support the show, particularly without spending any money, just leave reviews, tell people about the show, tell them, you know, you got to listen to this guy or, you know, go listen to this guy and you can hate on him with me or whatever the case may be. And that would be fantastic as well. And the very last thing I'm going to say in terms of that <laughs> maintenance type stuff is I am going to be, I tried this once before and I got literally, I said, unless I get like two responses in which case I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try it again. I want to run a contest for the listeners. And I'm kind of up in the air. So I'm going to put up a poll on Instagram and Twitter sometime in the next few days, um, hopefully before the end of the month. And it's going to be, there's going to be a variety of options. And if you're listening this far, you get a sneak peek, so you got time to think about it before I put the poll up. I'm either going to do a like a podcast scavenger hunt where there is going to be Inserted at some point in the each episode for like five or six episodes, I'm going to say like a keyword or something like that, that you have to get all of those and then you send it to me and that, everybody who gets all the information right will get entered in a drawing to win some free shit. Or I may just do a random like trivia questions, whoever answers five questions right or something like that will get entered into the drawing to win some free shit. Or I may just do a random drawing to win some free shit. It all kind of depends on how things go. The thing is, it's going to involve engagement. So if you're interested in winning some free, I had to say it shit, you're going to have to engage. You're going to have to do some some steps. Uh, it may be something as simple as everybody that leaves a review in, in the span of a month will get entered into a drawing to win some swag. And... Uh, that remains to be determined. I'm going to wait and see what the feedback says and see what people think. And, uh, yeah, I want this to be our show, not just my show. So, you know, roll it around in the back of your minds. Like I said, please, I, I would love the engagement. And I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, Leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.